Hello and welcome to the Claret and Blue Brothers podcast with myself, Spencer, and my younger brother, Brad. Um, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it, being a West Ham supporter? We've uh, okay. gone from the lows of uh, of defeat at uh, perhaps a predictable defeat. Well, I predicted it anyway. Uh, defeat at, at uh, Brentford and um, a tight one to win against Olympiacos during the week. Brad, how are you? How's it going? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Uh, getting over it, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, the Brentford game was just another one where we shot ourselves in the foot, wasn't it? So, oh, I wasn't talking about West Ham, I was talking about your dry November. My dry November, yeah, I haven't had a drink since i come back from Portugal. Blimey. Yeah, it's not dry November, I think I'm doing it until the end of, um, I think it's second week in December. I'm Is back it really? on it. Yeah. 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 Oh, Sunday will test that. Uh, so. Yes, it will. <laughs> it will test it magnificently. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, anyway, sorry, you were talking about uh, West Ham games. Yes, I thought we'd better talk about that considering it's a West Ham podcast. Um, I, I am probably missing Mr. Moretti, like we're missing the centre half. Um, I'm missing Mr. Mr. Estrella, like we're missing the striker. Um, so yeah, it's it's just it's just disappointing, isn't it? Especially in the Brentford game. I mean, going one nil down, just Suchek's header back into the box, no need to, uh, no communication from the keeper, no communication from the geezer standing behind him. He's just nutted it straight back to. Uh, a striker that hasn't scored since. Um... It had to be my pace, didn't it? <laughs> and why <laughs> another one? Why did we put any money on that? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I did have I did have money on not uh, and Bamba to score or whatever his name is any time. So yeah, that that worked. He didn't score. Um, in Bumu, and Bumu, whatever his name is. Yeah, I mean he had a few chances. How he didn't score, I don't know. It's, it's obviously because I had money on him to score. He didn't. Um, yeah, but that that striker scored. I think last time he scored, um, and Berlin's head was being cut off. Um, so yeah, he gets his goal against us, and then I think the geezer that got their third was their, his first goal for the club. <laughs> and we nutted one in for him. But I think the, apparently someone said to me the other day that that's gone down as a as a Brentford goal. What one's that? Manfred Parnas' own goal went down was as a Brentford goal, I think. Yeah. Well, what I'm looking at it, it's, a, uh, it's an own goal. But, um, uh. yeah, the thing for that game, for me, is um, twofold. I think the defending was obviously shocking. Any ball to the box, we just looked really, really vulnerable. Yeah. And for us to get back into the game and then to throw it away, you know, it's just... Yeah, beggars belief again. You can see yet another early goal in the second half. Early goal, it's it's getting to the point where it's embarrassing now that we we consistently do that. So why we switch off or why we just can't first ten fifteen minutes of the second half try and um, play as a unit? But I can you know I get it. Sometimes you know you might get a weldy or, or you know fair enough, but this has happened consistently. Now, it's every, every uh, game, it's every yeah, well, game, 
apart from uh, apart from the Olympiacos game. But yes, no, exactly. I mean, uh, mm. certainly in the Premier League, anyway. We just start the second half really, really slow, and it's just um, we just look really vulnerable after half time. Um, yeah. So, so I mean, and the thing about that performance as well, I mean, what a goal from Kudus, you know, or Kuku as he seems to be the, the website official website. Um, it's been calling him, but um, you know what a goal that was, and it's just been completely over, overshadowed by a shocker of a defensive performance where we just can't go and attack a. A ball, you know, a ball into our box. Well, to be fair as well, I think um, not not just blaming the back four and the defensive players, but you also had um, Antonio and Benny fighting over the ball, trying to put it in at the back post. Oh, that, that was just, <laughs> just that was just a shocker, wasn't it? A shocker. I just don't know. Oh. <laughs> to be fair, if Antonio had left it, Benny probably would have missed it. But to go both of them to sort of go for it and. Not even hit the target from there is just just criminal, isn't it? Really? Just yeah, so, and I'm yeah. sure Benny would have loved to have scored against his old club. You know, I know he's he done it before. So, I, I, yeah, that was that would have been three one and probably game set a match, wouldn't it? Yeah. But yeah. Um, well, at least a three three draw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it just seemed to be so far removed from the performance against Arsenal. And I know, you know, it was. Not a full-blown Arsenal team, but we just didn't look as vulnerable at the back. And maybe it's you know the what style that Brentford play. They're direct to get the ball into those kind of areas. You know, everyone sort of says, well, "I see these so-called pundits as saying how much they like a Thomas Frank." And you know, in his game, I don't I hate I hate Brentford. I think you know the tactics, the way they would play the game. They try and slow the game down. You know, try and get free kicks to take ages to take goal kicks and stuff like that. It was a couple yeah. of times I've seen him play at London Stadium. You know, it's just all the wrong way about playing football, as far as I'm concerned. So, can't stand Brentford, you know, and the way that they play. However, fair play to them, it gets some results. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want a season ticket watching that every every week, but no, it's like it's, it gets a, results. It's like a money ball bloke, isn't he? This uh, Thomas Frank, they do with the percentages and stuff like that. I think they. They're, they're yeah. good at getting, they're good at getting new talent through as well and selling them on to get where they've got. Um, I mean, it's just similar to like this. It's like a it's like a new wave of Sam Allardyce, isn't it? Play the percentages and stuff like that. Yeah, look, a more so, glamorous. I, I just for me, I'm sort of more concerned by you know by us. It's probably a classic game for us where you know the, I think Brentford had you know sixty percent, we had forty. You know, it's one of those ones where we should be doing them on the break, you know, but we just want strong enough defensively because I think we did do them on the break, you know, we've done yeah. them twice. Um, yeah. Should have done them three times, like you said, with the um, comical miss. And again, you know, some of the stick that Antonio has been getting on social media, I just, I don't, you know, it's not acceptable. I get, I, you know, what he's done for, for us and the effort he's put in and the longevity that he's done, you know, I think people need to, remember that before they start crucifying the bloke and I get it he does these podcasts football pod, was it football player podcasts and it can be quite yeah. frustrating and it can rub people up the wrong way but you can't deny what you know was our record goal score in the Premier League because like you know yeah. um, I mean it's, it's, it's at the end of the day he's a working man isn't he he's trying to long, long his career out um, probably doing this podcast is probably putting him back in the Spotlight for a media job after after football. Do you know what I mean? Uh, 
someone had snapped him up at that because it's meant to be quite a good podcast. But I've never, I've never listened to it. It's only one podcast to listen to, bro. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't even know what a podcast is. It wasn't until I started doing this. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I've got, I've got no issues with him. I think he's. He's entitled to do what he wants off the pitch, as far as I'm concerned. As long as he's putting the effort in, in the uh, on the training pitch, and he's he's, he's turning up on time for for training, all of that sort of attitude stuff that goes with it. And to be fair, I think he is because someone like that, I don't think I don't think Moyes would stand for that. So yeah. I think yeah, he's due. He's got he's got plenty in the bank. Um, before we start having a proper dig at him, I mean, yeah. I suppose the only thing that I would say, should be playing, but that's not his fault. That's our fault. No, no, I agree. And, and you know, I, you know, we did sign a striker. I'm not going to go down that route now because everyone knows quite quite well with my um, my position on that. But I suppose the other thing, really, with that Brentford defeat is obviously there was no. Um, Paqueta and there was no uh, Alvarez because of suspension and you know they're yeah. two first team players so um, even so it's frustrating it's typical West Ham isn't it you know typical West Ham to go 1-0 down early draw it back stay, take the lead going at half time 2-1 up who's going 3-2 that's, oh, yeah. that's, that's not typical West Ham I don't know what it is but no. um it's really disappointing because I think we could have got something from that game. Um, and it, I think the defending, especially balls into box, we just look really vulnerable. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best. I don't think the best uh, performance from uh, Emerson down that wing. He kept getting done down that wing. But then he's trying to do all that work because Benny don't come drop back that much or chase back that much. So... Emerson looked a bit exposed on the break. But, yeah, I think uh, going forwards, we looked all right. But going backwards, they, they tore us apart, I think. Yeah, I thought I said. Um, but um, yeah. there we go. So, should we move on from... Um, yes. Yeah, another Premier League defeat to... Um, I don't know how you would describe the game on, uh, on Thursday night... I mean, obviously, take a win all day long. Um, it seemed to be a bit of a mixed opinion, really, with the fan base about, you know, where we... Two, I think there's two ways of looking at that game. You either think it's a really gritty, rubbishy game, cancelled each other up, but we sneaked it. So, you know, we take it. Or is it another poor performance from, from, from West Ham? So, for me... I think it's a bit of both, to be honest with you. But if you cannot, you know, if you're not playing well, but then still grind out a result, you take yeah. it. You, you're not going to play a level performance every single week. No one does that. Not even, you know, the, the very top teams in the Premier League or in Europe play brilliant every week. You know, yeah, no, so if you grind out a result, I'll take it. Yeah, I don't think there was many, there weren't much like to, to really talk about, was there? There was no real highlights. Do you know what I mean? It was like the first half was just... I thought Benny had a chance in the first half, didn't he, really? But hope you could argue that he should have probably took the lead there. But I I just think 
there was a lot of lot of huff and 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 puff, but no blowing the house down. Do you know what I mean? I think if we there was a bit like we've like we said all season, if we was a bit more clinical up front, I think we'd be in a different position. We would have qualified for this 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 um, next round already as well. So. It's just we do yeah. poor decision making, holding on to the ball too long. There's there's still a bit of that floating around as well. Yeah, I mean, you look at the stats of the game, you just think, you know, it's um, a West Ham. You know, we had 14 shots, five on target, three blocked. You know, six headers. You know, three shots okay. in the box. So. You know, shots from outside the box, we had 11. So you, you think, oh, what a, you know, it must have been an attacking game. But it, it wasn't at all. No, I didn't feel it was at all. I mean, I've got to love his celebration as well. That was beautiful. Running running, and standing in front of the Olympiacos fans after a VAR decision has gone for you from the halfway line. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. I mean, the, the main thing is, is, you know, we got the result. As I said, you know, even before we started playing in the group teams, I thought, you know, Olympiacos and Mugs, you know, well experienced of playing in European football. Um, but that's, we've got, you know, knockout football now. I mean, whatever happens, we can't finish any lower than third. So, you know, either we go through in the Europa League or worst case scenario, we drop down into the conference. So, you know, we're, we're there. I think we only need a point, don't we? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. To at least be in the top two, um, but I suppose the Freiburg game is going to be the game. If we can not lose to Freiburg, then we should top the group. Well, this is it. Now you're you're risking the game, aren't you? Because you've you've now sort of really got to win all of the back three, just because we lost to Olympiacos away. So I mean, just throwing that game um, was ridiculous to rest the team for, to play. Everton on the Sunday is just yeah. ridiculous. Which we lost. Absolute brain deadness. Um, but that's that's yeah. that's that's down to the manager. I think that is. So we we all sit there sometimes scratching our heads, thinking about what he's doing and what he's not doing. Um, but that's that's clear and obvious. And he he could he's, he's turned these two games into into games that we've got to play now. Um, and winning that one, he could have had three games where you could rest everyone and and go all out against the uh, Boo Boo Top Loss, you know what I mean, to go through. But that's the way he done it. Yeah, look, I, I mean, it, to me, it was a bit of a half-eye house, wasn't it, really? I mean, they didn't really bring in Mumbamba. He could have played him in Olympiacos. I know we've talked about you know, this on previous podcasts, but um, look, we are where we are now. So, you know, it's about not losing the Freiburg and... Um, would hope that we beat um, Batska. Um, so yeah, uh, good to see that um, Bambo actually got like a minute on the pitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, son. Saw your new contract. We'll uh, we'll start using you. One minute, just. <laughs> I mean, I'd. Christ, if I was that age and I was coming on for one minute, I would have told him where to go. But um, unless I was getting. Uh, win bonuses, but yeah, I just can't I feel sorry for the kid and it's just just poorly mismanaged. Uh just ridiculous situation really. It's either not as good as what we think or 
but it's some attitude problem. I just don't know. Yeah. Don't know. No. Well, look, for me, it's a battling grind out result. Could have easily been 1 1. I mean, now the Olympiacos player didn't score right at the end. Yeah. And yeah. headed head it against a post in there, and it was just like um, usual uh, squeaky bum time. Uh, but uh, look, we got over the line, um, and we'll take that. Uh, day long and uh, good to see Jared Bowen squaring up to a couple of the uh, Greek players as well at the end there to get his yellow card taking on the whole Olympiacos team was he? <laughs> good man. we ain't so, got many uh, of them sort of players really have we I don't think we've got many of them sort of... well you say we ain't got many of them sort of players they started fighting out AZ Outmars firm the other, the other week <laughs> yeah I was going to say <laughs> if anyone's <laughs> up <laughs> I think we would have proved that from last season already. But, um, yeah, it seems like on the pitch you haven't really got one of them off it. They're all lunatics. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's... Um, say, for me, it's more of a battling point. We'll take it. Yeah, it wasn't pretty, but um, sometimes it just goes that way, doesn't it? It's yeah, it is. So it takes us on to the game um, on Sunday. Um so obviously Forest, they're only um, one point below us in the league. <laughs> now it shows you how much we've we've dropped off the pace, um, you know, after doing so well in our first four league matches. But um, I think the only real concern for for us is still Zuma. I don't know if Zuma's going to be back fit or not for, for Sunday. And I know that um, the interview today with Moyes said that um, he wasn't sure whether he's going to be fit or not. We need to speak to the medical staff. Do you think we missed him at the back? Um, I don't know. I mean, we've conceded goals, haven't we? You see, he's conceded three at Brentford. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd have to say yes. I'm yeah. still not convinced that Mavropanos and um, what's his face uh, again are the are the are the best centre-back pairing that we've got at the club. I would say it might be Zuma and Mavropanos myself. Um, but, yeah, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and see, see what, um, see what they yeah. say. Interesting, he didn't play Oggy in that game. So, um, I know what you were saying about, um, you know, but he, I mean, he didn't even come on as a sub, so I think that sort of says quite a lot. Um, I think for Forrest, the only one that they're worried about, I think Hudson Adoy, he's, he's got a hamstring injury, so I don't think he's going to. He's the only sort of main player that I'm aware of that Forrest are going to be um, going to be without on Sunday. Um, yeah. So for, I'd, what's your thoughts on Sunday? I think, um, look, obviously, we have uh, Alvarez and Paquette back for a Premier League game, but. Um, I'm a, little bit, I'm a little bit concerned because I think it's another one of these ones where Forrest will be powerful. They'll go direct. They'll run at us. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident anymore. I've, I've gone back into the show of last year. Um, I'm just going over there like a robot, sitting there getting annoyed and frustrated and then leaving after about 75 minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously we massively dropped off and um, Forest beat Aston Villa, didn't they, uh, in their last game? Well, yeah. It was at, at, at Forest, but I just, um, I don't, 
I can see us sort of getting a little bit bullied again like we was against Everton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got that dangerous bloke up front that we we sort of were talking about. He's the next Antonio. So can we add yeah. the next Antonio? Really? Um, a weenie, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. I think they've got decent centre arts as well, and they. Um, but I think they're more of a like a battling centre arts. They're not pacey, are they? So that might help us up front because we've got a bit of pace and grit about us. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I really don't know. I'm not confident. Uh, I'm gonna go with a nil one Forest. I think. Wow. Yeah. So, I, I think I'm going to go for, for a draw. I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Um, I just think that we can nick them. I think Forest are vulnerable away from home, and we can nick a goal. But I think they're also very powerful uh, up top. And I'm, if I'm thinking it's going to be Aguero and Dinos, then at centre-halves, I, I, I'm a little concerned. Uh, I think we'll concede. Yeah. Oh. I think we can see the going every single Premier think, League game, haven't we? I think so, yeah. I don't think we've got, we haven't got a clean sheet in the Premier League yet, I don't think. I think we've scored every game, though, as well, don't we? Yes, yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, Everton. Oh, Everton, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everyone was the 1 0, wasn't so, it? So, yeah. Yeah, I can see Forrest doing that to us. So, I think we're going to nick myself. I think um, I'll go 1 0. Um, but. Yeah, I, I do fear that um, if we concede early, I do fear for us a bit, I'm afraid. Yes. Should be a good day. I can't wait to get over there. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not drinking, yeah. And I'm not drinking, yeah. <laughs> um, if I leave early enough, I might be able to walk home from there. <laughs> well, it's a hell of a walk, mate. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, so... The only other thing really I was going to say, and I know that's uh, what you wanted to bring up, Brad, but um, there's a stat that came out this week, and again, I don't know if you saw this, but it was about European clubs that have invested the most in players. So this goes from season 18-19 up to present day. And out of all the clubs in Europe, we come 10th, like above Ten. Bayern Munich, above Liverpool. We come 10th, we've spent 524 million euros. Players, <laughs> well, we've had some right old Bengal lances there, haven't we? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought, I thought you were going to say Granny, but uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's um, proper, there's some proper rare stealers there, isn't there? That's been playing for our team for, for a temp. Yeah, there's a couple of that. Uh, I mean, one that springs to mind massively is Felipe Anderson, who you know. Look like a well beater, and then ended up being a. Uh... No, I thought I thought the best one was was one of our strikers, Zaza. Zaza, cool, yeah. No, but on loan, no. Did we? We didn't actually sign him, did we? Yeah, think, no, we signed him. I think from Juventus. Oh. He opened. They played at the uh, Juventus game where they opened the stadium. Yeah, the yeah that's right. I think he scored the penalty. We was looking yeah. at, we was looking at, was it Chiesa or someone like that? We was looking at Chiesa and trying, trying to tap him up, and we ended up with Zaza. Yeah. No, I mean, um, obviously during the Pellegrino, Pellegrini, sorry, 
Um, rain, there was some uh, some money spent, um, perhaps not very wisely. But um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting stat that you know. Uh, I mean, obviously Chelsea were top, but um, yeah. you know we finished tenth. I mean, quite a little old West Ham and uh, you know, we tenth were... out of all the clubs in Europe. There's been some proper air stealers there, then, and there. Yeah, no. Nick, if there's anyone who's listening, who you know, who wants to compile a list or something like that, so worst oh. players we've had since 2018, then please fire it over to us. Um, you probably get three squads out of that. Uh, I don't know. We had Fenguli, oh. on you, as a free transfer, wasn't he? And, Goody um, Torre, Gokan Torre, wasn't it? Yeah, he was a tr- was he? He was alone, wasn't he? Was he alone? Don't he was alone. Don't know. Um, he was alone. Didn't stand that wide Roberto. on the... How can you forget Roberto? <laughs> Roberto was the worst goalkeeper in the Premier League history. He was alright. Uh, he was doing alright. Made me look good. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other shenanigans that we've had over there. Yeah, I mean, there was that season we spent big big money, didn't we? I mean, we've got um, Yarmo, and I wouldn't say Yarmo was uh, a disaster, but um, mm-hmm. consistency was, wasn't, was you know, his problem, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, Felipe Anderson come in, who looked great for about half a season, and then, you know, <laughs> turned, to, uh, turned to the brown stuff. And then... Um, I think they they come in with big money, didn't they? I don't think who else? Haller. Haller come in, yeah. Didn't play obviously didn't play to his strengths. No. It's not like us to get a striker in and not play to his strengths. Try and get Danny Ings on the show and talk about it. Right. Yes, yeah, alright. I've got a I've got a spark coming round to fit to fit the new doors for me tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for letting me and all the listeners know that you're getting new doors. Okay, Is this something know. about about your back doors being smashed in or something? What, what's going on here? Said, there's a sparky coming around to fit me new doors. Why are you getting a spark to do your doors? <laughs> you got to get a chippy, didn't you? Well, of course, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's who was running the that's who was running the show with him that time by the sounds of it. That's the worst Oh god. That's the worst analogy I think I've ever heard of. But never, never mind. <laughs> Welcome to the comedy podcast with <laughs> Just... Get the roof up and do the footings. Yeah, no, exactly, mate. <laughs> what are you gonna get the spreaders to do? I'm going to build the wall from the top down. <laughs> oh, you've done this before. <laughs> oh. oh, don't. But yeah, I think it's uh, that's who was running the show over there at that time. By the sounds of it, Jesus. Yeah, no, no exactly. Well, it was um, Sull- Sullivan doing the signings, wasn't it? So. A monkey. Pay peanuts, you get a monkey. Exactly. Mind you, he did buy Saka, didn't he? Remember old Saka? He was all right for a little while. Saka? Was it Saka? Oh, I played 
Huh? So when he got that, uh, what's the Ecuadorian bloke that we had as well? Was what, the, in, a, in a Valencia. Valencia and Saka up front, wasn't it? They was good for Sacco. Our... <laughs> Sacco. Sacco. Yeah. Yeah. He got in the Sacco. He was all right, but he was um, he's had a problem with his back, didn't he? Don't know. Yeah. No, he was. He wasn't a bad little player, actually. No. Sacco. And Valencia was all right. No, he's rubbish. <laughs> I'm sure I'll see him scored have two that, good scored games. an amazing goal against Hull, I remember, but after that, it was it, really. I'll see him have two good games, at least. It sticks in your brain when someone has two good games on the chart. <laughs> oh, don't. I think we'll, we'll wrap it up there, mate. I mean, um, obviously, um, we'll be at the game on, on Sunday, so um, we'll be back. <laughs> and, um... You're a bit nervous there, bruv. <laughs> Christ. I tell you what, can you go back on the beers, mate? You much, much... <laughs> no, 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 no. I've had a problem with Come my on. mic since we started this. Oh, yeah. Don't know where you put your mic, mate. <laughs> oh. Get you back on the beers, mate. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I think the... Uh... Oh, she's gonna have the right. I'm, I'm upstairs in the bedroom. <laughs> I really don't know where we're going on this podcast. I think for our listeners, before we lose them all, that we'll stop there and wrap it up before uh, <laughs> any more Brandy's bodily functions discussed on this podcast. Um, so, uh, yeah, so uh, before we hear you uh, take the Browns to the Super Bowl, I think we'll. Uh, We'll wrap it up there, bruv. Um, yeah. So let's hope that uh, we're both wrong and West Ham have a resounding victory against Forest uh, on Sunday. And we'll be back next week uh, where hopefully my brother will be better behaved. Yeah, I'm going to put all my money on Forest, so we should win. <laughs> dirty money, mate, dirty money. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Oh, and I must say thank you to uh, our friends in Denmark. We've reached out to, to Denmark, another Scandinavian country. Uh, we can see that we've now got new listeners there. Thank you very much for for tuning in and listening to us. And, and all, everyone, including the Netherlands. Sorry, Smiley, I know you get the ump, I don't say the Netherlands. Um, and everyone else. And people in the, across the pond in the US, you know, over 10% of our plays are around the US so um, yeah, hello to everyone across the pond there um, but we'll wrap it up there we'll be back next week and I'll try and make sure that uh, there is uh, no noise interference in uh, in that next podcast have a good one